ansiolytic and hypnotic agents. These drugs are used to change an individual's response to the environment. They have been called ansiolytic because they prevent the feeling of tension or fear or sedatives as the drugs calm the patient and make them unaware of the environment or hypnotics as the drugs can induce sleep or minor tranquilizers because they produce a state of tranquility in anxious patients. States affected by ansiolytic and hypnotic drugs. Anxiety. Anxiety is a feeling of nervousness, apprehension, tension, or fear that usually involves unpleasant reactions to an actual or unknown stimulus. It is usually accompanied by signs and symptoms of the sympathetic stress reaction, such as sweating, fast heart rate, rapid breathing, and elevated blood pressure. Mild anxiety is not uncommon and can serve as a motivator, but when it becomes severe or overwhelming, it can interfere with the activities of daily living and lead to medical problems associated with the constant stimulation of the sympathetic nervous system. Sedation. Sedation is the loss of awareness and reaction to the environment. This might be desirable for patients who are restless, nervous, irritable, or overactive to stimuli. Anxiolytic drugs may also cause drowsiness, which can be dangerous if someone needs to be alert while taking the drug. On the other hand, this effect may be desirable for patients about to undergo a dental or medical procedure. Hypnosis. Extreme sedation results in further depression of the CNS, which results in sleep or hypnosis. Hypnotics are used to help people fall asleep by causing sedation. Drugs that are effective hypnotics act on the reticular activating system and block the response to incoming stimuli. In a hypnotic drug-induced state, the person no longer senses or reacts to incoming stimuli. Benzodiazepines. These drugs are the most frequently used anxiolytic drugs. They prevent anxiety without causing much drowsiness and are less likely to cause physical dependence than many of the older drugs that were used to control anxiety. The drugs included in this section are of particular interest and value to dental professionals. Patients may be taking these medications, therefore necessitating the need of the oral health care provider to be aware of the actions, interactions, and adverse effects. As you saw in the video above, Oral health care providers may also find these agents a very beneficial addition to the patient management techniques used in a dental setting. Often due to the oral health care professional's familiarity with the components and ramifications of oral health care, there is an absence of understanding of the patient's anxiety. The result may be a lack of empathy or a placing of blame on the patient for their discomfort. Additionally, the professionals may become defensive because they do not know how to manage the patient's anxious feelings. The oral health professional's reaction may then reinforce and increase the patient's anxiety. And so the uncomfortable sessions continue for all concerned and unfortunately the patient may avoid regular oral health care. A confident and understanding practitioner often can sufficiently reduce anxiety. However, depending on the patient's and their previous experiences, this might not be enough to relax the patient and additional therapies might need to be employed. The outcome is a positive experience for the patient and a more productive experience for the oral health professional. 
oral health care professionals in general practice will most often use orally administered drugs to minimize anxiety. In order to administer intravenous and or inhalation drugs, many states require certification of the dentist and the facility, as in the case in Pennsylvania. Although oral administered drugs may not always produce a predictable outcome, practitioners should become familiar with the drugs to better understand and predict the outcome. The patient may actually be the determinant of the dose. What would be a normal sedative dose when used during an anxiety producing activity may not be effective. A hypnotic dose of the same drug under normal circumstances may only produce a sedative effect during a dental procedure. So the dosing in dental patients with high anxiety will be a best guess approach. The benzodiazepines work in the limbic system and the RAS to increase the effectiveness of GABA by causing interference with the neuron firing. GABA stabilizes the postsynaptic cell. The result is an anxiolytic effect at lower doses than those needed to induce sedation and hypnosis. These drugs are recommended for the treatment of anxiety disorders, alcohol withdrawal, hyperexcitability, and agitation, preoperative relief of anxiety and tension, and aid in balanced anesthesia. Benzodiazepines are well absorbed in the GI tract. They cross the placenta and enter breast milk. They are metabolized extensively in the liver and excreted through the urine. Contraindications include allergy, psychosis, acute narrow glaucoma, shock, coma, acute alcohol intoxication, pregnancy, and lactation. If these drugs are taken in the first trimester of pregnancy, cleft lip and or palate, among other conditions, may present in the infant. Caution should be used with geriatric and debilitated individuals due to the unpredictability of the reaction and in renal or liver dysfunction. Adverse effects include sedation, drowsiness, lethargy, blurred vision, headaches, apathy, lightheadedness, and confusion. Xerostomia, constipation, nausea, and vomiting, hyper or hypotension, arrhythmias, palpitation, and respiratory difficulties, blood dyscrasias, anemia, urinary retention, loss of libido, and changes in sexual functioning may also present. Abrupt cessation of the drugs may lead to a withdrawal syndrome demonstrated by nausea, headache, vertigo, malaise, and nightmares. If benzodiazepines are taken with other CNS depressants or alcohol, CNS depression increases. The effects of these drugs are increased if taken with cimetidine, oral contraceptives, or disulfiram. The effects of benzodiazepines are decreased if they are taken with theophylines or ranitidine. Examples of benzodiazepines include alprazolin, Xanax, chlordiazepoxide, Librium, diazepam, Valium, lorazepam, Ativan, triazolone, Halcyon. Barbiturates. Barbiturates were once the drug of choice for sedation. The effect of these drugs as well as the adverse effects are greater when compared to the benzodiazepines. The risk of addiction is also greater with the barbiturates. The barbiturates are general CNS depressants. They inhibit neuronal impulse conduction in the RAS, depress the cortex, 
alter cerebral function, and depress motor output. They can cause sedation, hypnosis, anesthesia, and coma. They are indicated for anxiety, sedation, insomnia, pre-anesthesia, and seizures. Parenteral forms may also be used for acute manic episodes and many forms of seizures. Barbiturates are well absorbed, metabolized in the liver, and excreted in the urine. They cross the placenta and enter breast milk. Contraindications of barbiturates include allergy, previous history of addiction, hepatic impairment or nephritis, respiratory distress of severe dysfunction, and pregnancy. Caution should be used for patients with acute or chronic pain as signs and symptoms may be masked with seizure disorders because abrupt withdrawal could incite a status epilepticus and chronic cardiac, renal, or respiratory diseases and lactation. Addiction, both physical and psychological, is more likely with the barbiturates. Other effects include drowsiness, somnolence, lethargy, ataxia, vertigo, a hangover feeling, thinking abnormalities, paradoxical excitement, anxiety and hallucination, GI effects, and cardiovascular and respiratory depressive effects. Increased CNS depression occurs if taken with other CNS depressants, including alcohol and antihistamines. There is an altered effect of phenytoins. Many other drugs may not be as effective if taken with barbiturates, such as oral contraceptives. Examples of these drugs include pentobarbital, nembutal, phenobarbital, luminol, secobarbital, secanol. A very popular drug that is an anxiolytic hypnotic drug is sulpinum or ambium. This drug is neither a benzodiazepine or barbiturate. There is sometimes a concern that patients who state they are apprehensive about receiving professional oral health care are instead drug-seeking. It is true that drug abusers may seek drugs from a dental setting. However, it is unlikely that the drug seeker will arrive for an appointment, sit through a prescribed procedure, and pay for the services just to receive one tablet of an anti-anxiety drug. However, it would not be appropriate for an individual to receive 20 tablets for a one-hour appointment. Using a pharmaceutical approach to managing anxiety requires the oral health professional to evaluate the need objectively and appropriately prescribe the correct agent as well as the dosage. Visit the website Dental Fear Central and after reviewing the site, select one of the common fears and discuss the fear as well as suggested methods to reduce an individual's fear on the discussion board.